to yet another edition of that show you see running across all over the screen main up three deep and we finally got cam back on back-to-back pods for the first time in forever welcome back welcome back welcome back since you decided to join us twice i'm gonna see with a little light applause from the audience slight little applause from the audience (laughs) welcome back welcome back oh shit didn't realize I left that one on a loop. My apologies. How you guys feeling? Feeling gravy, bro. How about yourself? Sipping a Mickey. You know what I'm doing. I'm drinking Smiling. my beer, sitting back, getting ready to talk shit with my buddies. Cam, how you feeling? Dude, we just started, but at least we got some football to talk about. Or at least some upcoming yeah. draft to talk about. We got some draft. We got some big NFL news that's been breaking over the last couple days. I mean, geez, the commanders are getting sold. You got Jalen Hurts, who's now the highest paid player in the history of football. You got fucking what else we got going? We got Paul George saying NBA players can play in the NFL. It's just a wild time we got going on here in football land. So thank you guys for joining us on yet another edition. I don't know what episode we're on at this point, but we're getting up there. We're moving. We're grinding. We're hustling every Monday at this point, it seems like. So with that, uh, what do you guys want to talk about first? Well, obviously, we got the commander sale. That was biggest news over the weekend. Uh, We got the NBA playoffs. Those tipped off over the weekend. Coach, what do you think? What, what, what was going on in them NBA playoffs that had you a little bit curious? I know you had a bet going on Friday or Saturday. It was Saturday and um, Sunday. What are your official? Like Saturday, it officially kicked off with uh, right. Philly and uh, the Nets. And Philly had made like 21 threes, which is like a playoff record, I believe. So, um, yeah, and Philly. They got Embiid, who's looking to be the MVP. He's like, I'm, I think in my mind, he's he secured his uh, case for the MVP. And also, James Harden, um, he had 13 assists. So, bro, also and like 23 points, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, just being like the point guard and letting Embiid, letting the offense run through Embiid, and Embiid catch the double team. He passes out and. They were just whopping three. So I was like, I'm old, man. I just want to dish the ball. Hey, yeah. I mean, he don't have to be the like 30, 40 point scorer. And I mean, I don't even know. He's got, he's always had like lately the hamstring injury. So I don't know if he'll ever be like the same, same, but he still, he hit a mean step back on some dude though. Uh, So yeah, that was pretty nice to see. The playoffs were all hype. I thought some of the games, and most of the games on Saturday were kind of blowouts, starting with Philly and um, what the second game was, Boston and Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. I dude, I didn't even realize Atlanta was in the fucking playoffs. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they were in the play on. They were in the play in, and they made it uh, past that. So they get to face Boston, and it's it doesn't really feel in. the same. What's up? They just sneak their way in, bro. Like I don't know how little. Suck this year. That's what I, at least I kept hearing or seeing on social media and Twitter or Twitter. So yeah, like, bro. didn't it's they kind not... of suck? How the hell did they get in? <laughs> Shoot. Even with all the like stuff going on with the coach and Trey Young, and he kind of wilding out doing whatever he wanted to do. But uh, <laughs> cause there's a lot of young guys in that locker room. Think about it. So um, yeah, the Saturday games were good. Um, What else? And then Sunday, 
kicked it off with the Lakers. And you know, oh, okay. You know what the that, Lakers do? You know what LeBron did? When the Cavs and the Knicks play? Because isn't that the one you had the parlay going on? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, you should tell the people man, about the that heartbreak that you suffered. Cam, this man was like, what were you, just the assists away? Or no, the Cavs Ooh. had to win too. So you kind of got boned on that. Yeah, that, I bet on the Cavs money line and like Donovan Mitchell to have like over 31. He had 37. Jonathan Allen and Evan Mobley, the two bigs on the Cavs, to have um, what over seven and eight and a half rebounds. They had eleven and fourteen respectively, and uh, and then yeah. I think maybe yeah, it was like Jalen Brunson assist. I was betting on him getting like over six and a half, so I'm like I wanted him to get seven. Hell yeah. Before you keep going, coach, we got a question in the uh, the comments real quick. It's about some NFL. It ain't about the NBA, but we got a question. So, Cam, I know that you drafted this man in our last mock draft, and you were reluctant to do so because he's a Florida Gator. But do we like Osiris Torrance to the Ravens at 22? Uh, me being the Ravens fan here, I'll go ahead and say no thanks. We have a lot more needs outside of the interior offensive linemen. If we want Lamar to stick around, we need to go ahead and get a outside, weapon. Huh? And if we can't get a weapon in free, and if we don't draft a weapon here, we need to go get one in free agency and draft somebody else like a corner or something at 22. I don't think we need to spend the 22nd pick in the draft on an interior offensive lineman. Unless, like, he's a fucking generational player. Like, if the dude is, like, can't miss and for some reason is just falling down the board, then, you know, uh, go right ahead. But I haven't seen that dude projected in the top 20, 25, really too much towards the Ravens at all. So I'll go ahead and I'll say no on that one. But well, I don't think it would be a I don't not like pick. Y'all need some offensive line help. Like he yeah, I don't healthy. not like yeah. him necessarily to the Jags, who are like a couple picks behind us. You know what I'm saying? They could use somebody to help block for fucking Trevor Lawrence. I could see that being a better pick for them than it would be for the Ravens. Just my thoughts. All right, coach, take that NBA talk back up to another level. What the hell were you just saying? Who was doing what in your parlay and fucking you over? Oh, it was mainly Jalen Brunson and <laughs> with the assists and the Cavs. Uh, not Good question winning. though, Charles, and the team that won. You know, one of the one of the important parts. Yeah. Also, just <laughs> to wrap up, uh, the Saturday night games was probably the best game and one of the best series we got going. The Warriors and Kings. The oh, they hell yeah. like the theme. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was hype. It was one twenty six, one twenty three. Kings. Um, Steph battled in the Warriors. Battled uh, all game with them young Kings. And De'Aaron Fox had a great game. Not so much Sabonis, but um, you know, it's the old coach because they got Mike Brown. The the Kings yeah. do, and Steve Kerr. Bro, the that guy's been champ. on so many teams. He's coaching so many teams. Yeah, bro, he's coached Braun. Too. I know he coached uh, Kobe also. Mm-hmm. Think about that, they've he, dude. He's been all over the NBA. I I like Mike Brown. I think Mike Brown's a good coach. Yeah, like I'm if they would have won, finally got like a young core again, somebody that he can build and grow his fucking like his system and all that bullshit. Go ahead. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you good. You good. The Iron Fox is just a crazy, crazy guy. Like crazy speed and ability as like the point guard to dish and like attack the rim. But like his finishing ability and his his speed, like you know, uh, John Wall, one of your guys, he better oh, Kentucky yeah. Wildcat. Hell dude. yeah, one crazy. of my guys. It was crazy, actually. That with the Saturday games, though, it was just Wildcat 
uh matchups all over in the in the Cavs game in the Knicks. Um shout out what, to everybody was, watching uh, on Twitter. Yeah, it was it was what's the name? Uh Josh Hart, Josh Hart and um Jalen Brunson went to Villanova. So they're teammates on the Cavs. And then also De'Aaron and Malik over there in Sacramento. Yeah, also Julius Randle, Kentucky guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Teammates all over the place. College teammates all over the place. So yeah. And then what you call him on De'Aaron Fox and uh Monk. So think about how many Kentucky players are in the league. Tons. Which is crazy because Kentucky ain't really been like that the last couple years. Yeah, kind of like like almost a whole decade, dude. It was like six, seven years with Calipari starting from like 2010 to like 2017 because Tyler Hero uh, was still there too. Tyler Hero is a draft guy. Uh, A whole bunch of dudes. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, not even Duke or anybody. Duke's up there, though, of course, but yeah, yeah. they've always got guys in the NBA too. But their guys in the NBA, or at least to me, a novice fan here, doesn't really seem like the Duke guys translate as well as the Kentucky guys do. You know well, I mean? it depends. Jason Tatum, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah. he went to Duke, but he like played like six games at Duke. Zion, if his ass could stay healthy, yeah, if Zion don't fucking break the floor again. Bro, Zion. <laughs> he was doing dunks in his last bit of action because the Pelican is gone, and he was just he doing might, pregame stuff. Dog, if he can't stay healthy, he may very well be the biggest draft bust in NBA history because just the amount of sheer hype because of the time that we live in and all that shit with social media and everything, like he may very well be the biggest draft bust of all time because yeah. everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing. I thought yeah, he was like going to be the more next mobile thing. Shack. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah, but like a 6'8 Shaq, you know what I'm saying? It's mainly the weight, guys. Because, like, he has a weight clause in his contract. So, like, he's supposed well, to. Well, he should. Yeah, no yeah shit, and He's, like, like, 300 pounds. Respectful. I'm not trying to talk shit, but, like, he's, like, 300 pounds. That's hard to run around and play basketball. You know it's hard I mean? to jump 45 inches in the air when you're three bills. Correct. Yeah. And remember, absurd. he like uh broke the shoe. So, the, yeah, the crazy amount of force dude got just from like you know running or stepping and you know, like being athletic. It's crazy. But if he gets it down, um, it's not that much you know pressure on his like knees and stuff because he's usually having like lower body injuries, uh, with all that weight coming down when he's like dunking. Derrick Rose was a smaller dude and um. No, you know he had the same issue. Don't get me started. Too. Rest in peace to his career. <laughs> hey, oh, wait, what? what? What could have been? What could have been? I told Cam to call back because he was glitchy. Keep going, Coach. What uh, were we talking about? I think he's on the Knicks. With still Derrick Rose, I believe so. I don't know yeah. exactly where he plays right now, but let's keep moving through the NBA playoffs so we can get to the NFL. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just briefly talk about the Sunday games. Hell yeah. Uh, the Lakers, like I said, Lakers beat the Grizz 128-112. Bron, Bron. Bron didn't have that great of a game, but it was the uh, really about the others with Roy Hachimura, one of yo old guys. Former Wizard. Yeah, former Wizard. <laughs> and um, hands up. Who are we? We the Wizards. We the Wizards. I'm back. Damn, um, damn, you back, but you still, you still glitchy. Damn. 
I know. That high yeah, speed internet uh, for you. Yeah, that's what they try to tell us. Man, that's what D-Lo, they try to tell too. Us too. D-Lo had a okay game, but Austin Reeves and my dog. Austin yeah, Austin Reeves. Reeves and Rory Hachimura really took over the game. Uh, Hachimura had twenty. Oh yeah, twenty nine points, and he had five. He was five and six from three, so that was pretty big. I don't know if he can hit five threes again, but they might might not need him. No to. chance. Just for, you need you just need because no your superstars they got AD and LeBron, so they can take over like in a seven game series where you need four wins. They can get you two, three wins, and you just need that one game for like whether it be on the road. That's usually where it, it happens, or sometimes you're comfortable with the role guys at home and they like go off one of them goes off um to help you get that other win breaking news jaron jackson jr just won defensive player of the year in the nba oh Memphis Memphis. well it's not gonna help him because ja is out and that's yeah. something else that happened in the game uh big time like- loss bro that was like a couple games in the uh, first what two days tyler hero went down Giannis went i mean let me, let me run this back Giannis went down, Ja went down, Tyler Hero went down. Who somebody else went down too, right? Or those uh, are the three that I knew right off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it was just those three. I didn't watch the Timberwolves and Nuggets game. That game was going until blowouts. 2 a.m., bro. Big time blowouts. 2 a.m. Like they got to do something about that. Ain't nobody yeah, bro. Like what the hell? I live on the East Coast. Yeah, I that those people live on the West Coast, but that is not my problem. <laughs> yeah, get off work earlier if you want to watch the damn game. Jeez. Correct. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Jog being out, he says it's not likely that he returns, and you know, um, Lakers in four. Just say it. Lakers in four or five. It depends. Gentlemen sweep. If AD yeah. keeps being At aggressive, best. then there's no way that they beat us. But um, yeah. They need to go ahead and get them out the way so they can get rest because they're an older team anyway. So it would actually benefit them to just go ahead and take care of business and also get that confidence. But yeah, Austin Reeves was stepping up huge for it. And also the Heat Bucks game, like we said, Tyler Hero broke his hand. Giannis had a hard fall. Those three players were kind of just all involved in charge block situations. Uh, attacking the rim. You see who was it? Uh, Ron Harper was saying that they should ban the charge. What? They were doing charges when he played. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm and saying. They were hitting like, hard don't hard be too. soft now. Don't be soft would, now just because you want to lose. You know to jump. So I don't know what he's on. <laughs> you were torpedoing to someone's chest back in the day. What is he bro. talking about? Kareem yeah, Abdul-Jabbar bro. straight two-piece somebody one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad, too. <laughs> And Michael anyway. Jordan's flying in the air, and they got the Jordan rules. They was trying to fucking yeah, Jordan to kick him in the air or something, man. Hold him down. Can't exactly. let him. But let's bitch and moan about a charge. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. The fuck? Yeah, bro. Uh, it just depends how uh, serious the injury is for Giannis. Um, I'm not too sure what the status of that is, but the Heat can stick around maybe six, but I still say the Bucks can – it, it really depends on Giannis. If he's, like, not going to play, then I don't know. It'll probably go seven. They still could win, but it could go either way. Um, the Clippers and Suns game, which is also another uh, must-watch series. or Shout-out to my boy Kawhi dropping 38. Yeah, man. Coming in clutch when his counterpart's out. That android, son of a gun. 
<laughs> man, um, Kate, what? A fucking green bubble. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> you called him an Android motherfucker, so I was like, he a green bubble. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, KD did not. Um, I mean, he kind of struggled early, but he actually shot seven to fifteen. Um, had twenty seven points. Devin Booker had 26 on 10 and 19, but 0 with 3 from the three-point. And um, Chris Paul, he almost had a triple-double. He had 11 rebounds. Point God. And 10 assists and 7 points. But you know uh, who kind of sucked for them? Like, kind of always, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Um, he people tried to tell us he was the third star. I was like, get out of here. Bro, he, he was so hyped up when he first got to the league. He was hyped he was up so after hyped he got up. that contract last year, bro. What do you mean? Yeah, but, bro, he needs to be – because what is Chris – Chris Paul don't need to – he can just get 10 points and go on about his business. If you got a seven-footer, two seven-footers, actually, and then, uh, uh, like, shooting master and, and mid-range master and Devin Booker, um, like, that, those should be all your points right there. So, Correct. I don't know. Um. But yeah, the Clippers are kind of hanging tough. Russ, Russ, people like to bag on him, but he didn't have a great shooting game. But he's all muscle and hustle, and he did that for <laughs> us. It just didn't fit. So it don't really matter if he did good for a game or whatever with the Clippers. Go have fun with them, and we gonna beat y'all down anyway when we see. So <laughs> possible. It's possible that they beat you too, though. Don't forget uh, it. No, Kawhi can't hold a candle to LeBron, even at 38. Nobody said that. We just said that it's possible. Hey, I'm just I would not bet that. on it, but I would definitely say, hey, bro, <laughs> you never know. LeBron, he's always got, yeah, he's got one in the game where he's going to not show up, hopefully. And That's cap. Fucking... Who's going to guard AD? Zubac? Nobody. That's the problem. If AD's on his shit, which he never is anymore, but if AD is on his shit, then they don't lose. I mean, he was on his shit in game one. He was fucking balling. He had, like, what, 40 blocks? It looked like Man. he had, like, 40 blocks at least in the last two minutes. Yeah, I don't know. But it was scary because at one point in the uh, the Lakers game, you know, he had, like, I guess ran into somebody, another player, and, like, his arm. He said, I can't feel my arm. And I was like, bro. Ain't no way in the first game you gonna go out, but thankfully he came back because it would have just been harder on them. They probably would have lost. The Lakers would have. So um, hell yeah. yeah! All right, let's move on. One last little NBA snippet before we jump into our all of our NFL. So I'm sure y'all heard Paul George's comments, Cam. If you didn't hear Paul George's comments, wait one second. Oh, I do. I'll summarize what he said. He said that. Basically, it's easier for an NBA player to go and transition to play football than it would be for a football player to transition and play in the NBA, which I agree with Paul George, but I'm not saying every NBA player can do it. I think it's a select few. I think there's like probably eight or ten guys. I think there maybe are three or four dudes that are in the NFL that could play in the NBA. At max. And I think I'm leaning on the lower side on that one. I'll be honest with you. So, Coach, you've already expressed your opinion to me, but I would like for you to share it with our audience. Why do you say no? Um, I say that NBA players can't go to the NFL 
because um, I just feel like they're not. I mean, sure, they could beef up and like um, have their, but I don't feel like their bodies are like the same. And like they're, they're like a smaller frame and not really built to hit and play a contact. I mean, they say basketball is a contact sport, but football is on another no, it's one. Not. It's not a contact sport, but that's not what I'm asking you. I'm just asking you, why? Is it just because of their body types and the way that they're built? Is that why? Because I think if you look at most wide receivers or defensive backs that play in the NFL, aside from the NBA players that are like 6'9", 6'8", 6'6", yeah. like, you know, they're all pretty much built similar. Like, yeah, guys in the NBA are skinnier because of the consistent amount of fucking back and forth running that they're doing. It's a little bit kind of similar to, I don't want to say similar to soccer in that regard, but they are running a lot more consistently in that than you are in football. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, they're going to be naturally naturally a little bit more lean than a football player would be. But if you look at a wide receiver, if you look at a dude who plays defense in the NFL in the secondary, some fucking linebackers even nowadays, bro, are not that big. So, like, I, if that's your only argument, well, I don't know if I can agree with that because, dude, Devontae Smith weighs less than all of us sitting on this fucking screen right now, mm -hmm. and he is a dog. Deshaun Jackson had a 15-year NFL career. Let me say that again. Deshaun Jackson had a 15-year NFL career, and he was 150 pounds, maybe. Yeah, but how many NBA uh, NBA players run at a four three forty? Dude, most of those dudes, uh, baseline to baseline. I don't know how it's not forty yards, but I know several NBA players who played high school football who ran like four four forties. So I mean, dude, if they would have just kept playing that instead of playing basketball, then they would have been fucking savages. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same can be said for football players playing basketball. Like you see random dudes that were two that's sport athletes point. in college going to like Iowa or some shit. Just these big ass fucking white dudes that are like six eight playing both ways. To that point, yes, I, that's not the point I'm making though. I just think if you were to take a dude that were that played in the NBA and drop him in the NFL versus taking an NFL player and dropping him in the NBA, the level of success will be. Not easier, but easier for the dude playing in the NFL because he's already an athlete. The athleticism matches up because you're world-class athletes already. You're at the highest level of professional sports in your respective sport. So for them to be able to just drop in and say, you drop in somebody like De'Aaron Fox, for example. What? He's like 6'4", probably 6'3", and I bet you that dude running a 40 probably run at least a 4'5" minimum four or five. So you mean to tell me he can't catch two slant routes and get 30 yards? I'm not saying that that's a great game. I'm just saying I don't see an NBA player or an NFL player coming into the NBA and scoring even five points. That's my point. Uh, like you could drop a natural athlete into a sport like football and have him be somewhat productive. I'm not saying he's going to go in there and be a star or whoever you drop in from the NBA and the NFL would be a star. I just think it would be technically easier for him to have more success than it would be for the NFL player to just get dropped into an NBA game and say, Hey dude, go score five points. Not fucking happening. I just don't fucking see it. You can pick the best athlete in the NFL and I don't see it. You could pick the best basketball player in the NFL and I still don't see it. I just don't. 
everybody's point was like a top fucking like 100 recruit in basketball and football. And I just don't know if he would even be able to translate from that to the NBA. I mean, that thing with the NBA, you got to be able to shoot. So like there's dudes in the NBA that can't even shoot. Yeah, they're there for size. Most of them, like a lot of them don't have to shoot. So that's what so, I'm saying. Like some big, strong offensive lineman, like you come in six, 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 seven. Like I know that's small for NBA nowadays. Like, what what is he really gonna do? I, I get where you're coming from. I think NBA is gonna have the easier time transitioning too. Yeah, because it's simp I'm simply basing it on athleticism. Yes, as soon as one of these skinny ass NBA players gets fucking hit in the <laughs> chest by Bobby Wagner or fucking somebody coming across the middle, yeah, they're probably gonna die. But my point here is, <laughs> is they could probably catch the ball first and maybe get a first down. I don't see most dudes in the NFL playing in the NBA unless they get a fast break doing anything. Because if you're athletic enough, you can obviously dunk. So if you got a fast break dunk, that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, just put it this way. Like, Calais Campbell and LeBron James about the same height, right? Yeah. <laughs> you think Calais locking up LeBron? Not a fucking chance to <laughs> know. He cannot move him be fast enough. Hell. <laughs> yeah, it Joey, our friend coach Joey says that Trent Williams, the most athletic offensive lineman in NFL history, would be able to go into the NBA and just like be able to body somebody strictly based on size. And maybe, but is he gonna be able to hold on to the ball? I don't know. I doubt it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> can can he dribble once? Yeah, can he dribble? Can he take a fucking can he create some space to be able to hey. get his shot off? Is he be able to read the fucking off? Oh, let me pass it. Nope, he's fucked. These yeah, guys can he coming take in hard to the NFL. Yo, run a slant. Yo, run a go. Yo, let me let me get an out route. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all you would need to do. I'm not, obviously it's much more complex than that. But like in the sheer sense of the argument that we're making, oh, bro. You easily drop an athlete into the sport like football. People do it all the time. People do it all the time. Now, they don't make the NFL necessarily. Athletes don't always just make it into the league based on being athletic. But using our argument, I think it would be a little easier to have fucking De'Aaron Fox or Russell Westbrook catch fucking three, four passes in a game than it would be to have, I don't know, who's an NFL player out of the top of Like I said, T. Higgins. Let's think of another wide receiver. Fucking uh, – Justin Jefferson or DeAndre Hopkins. None of those dudes are scoring five or six points in an NBA game. LeBron James would be a top 10 tight end of all time. If he, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I think Travis Kelsey, yeah. Good point. Get a bucket. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Yeah, Travis let's, Kelsey and Stephon Diggs, yeah. Let's get off this. Cam, I want to get a real quick take from you before we do the mock draft because uh, baseball season, as you know, is going at it right now. It's in full swing. So uh, the pitch clock may or may not be the greatest invention in history or the greatest addition to Major League Baseball in the history of baseball. Baseball has been around since before TV had color, since before people had fucking television, since before anything. Baseball is like as old as dirt. So. <laughs> they finally decided to do something to speed up what the games outside playing? of what putting the runners on in scoring position and in extra innings. Now they do that. Yeah. And they, uh, what was the other thing that they do? They fucking, uh, the double headers, they're seven inning games now, instead of being back to back nine inning games, like they used to be. The pitch clock may or may not be the greatest invention of all time. Cam, you and I have talked about this. When I first saw it, I thought it was going to suck. As an avid baseball fan and watcher like yourself, how big of a deal is the pitch clock 
to Dude, save you said it yourself. There was a game under two hours recently. Yeah, they're it's a fan's best friend because everyone, a lot of people love baseball, but no one wants to sit there for three and a half hours watching a pitcher just fucking come set, step off, throw over, get back on the fucking bag, watch him diddle his own whatever up there for twenty <laughs> seconds. Like goodness yeah, gracious, pick up the rosin bag, throw it around a few times, drop it down. You know, yeah, it's gonna and keep even people with interested. Batters in the box, they can't just step out over and mm-hmm. over and over again. You know, yeah, no like, one needs to see your practice swing five times. Yeah. Just get it, get up and hit. <laughs> who, who, who did I reference the other day? What was the fucking baseball Nomar? Player? Yeah, Nomar. Coach, I don't know if you've ever seen this guy before. Nomar Garcia Parra. This guy literally would like fake adjust his gloves like over yeah. and over and over. And then he would really adjust his gloves over and over <laughs> and over <laughs> in between every fucking pitch. And now if he was playing baseball nowadays, they throw him out the fucking game. Get out of here, bro. You get a strike here, a strike He's there. A strike here. Love. Come on, man. Do you think they have anything else they need to consider to like make these games better? Or do you think the pitch clock is kind of like the best? Do you think this is it? Like this might be the best thing to help baseball. I mean, what other sports games go for two hours in or over? The rest of them? Almost none. Literally almost none. I mean, dude, the, the like NFL games probably, what, two and a half hours, three hours if it goes dude, OT, I think an like NFL, that. like, on average is probably 240, 245. Yeah. It's going faster than a football game, and it's uh, it was the longest game for the longest time. I think people are going to get back into it. They're going to have more fun watching. They're not the only bad part about it is going to the game you get less yes you get less time at the game wholeheartedly yeah i think it's going to affect ticket sales but at the same time like that might be good for some people because sometimes Mm -hmm. people want to go with their kids and not have them out in the sun for three and a half hours right and sometimes like if you want to watch a game on tv you don't want to be sitting there for four hours sometimes bro yeah you fall asleep by the fifth inning and your innings would just go and go <laughs> like that's great. Like I don't watch baseball that much, but I will when there's not really much else on because fuck it, I need to watch something. You know what I mean? See how the Nats are doing, see how the O's are doing, see how everybody's doing, see how Cam's Braves are doing. You know what I'm saying? Just to occasionally check in. And normally, like last year, you could turn turn the game on. It'd be like the third inning. You would go take a dump. You would go make some food. Go take a drive. You know, go walk your dog, and then you'd come back and it'd be the fifth <laughs> inning, and you didn't miss a fucking thing. Now, if you go and do all that, the game's over, and it's fantastic. They, they finally they they're gonna bring around a whole new generation of fans because you got to think, people don't even sit around and watch our podcast for the whole time that we're on live, bro. We're fucking on, we're only on for an hour, so like to be able to sit there and watch professional sport for over an hour is going to be huge for their fucking ratings on Twitter, on every social media, on TV, on everything, because nobody wants to sit and watch anything for four hours, bro. Nobody wants to watch a movie for four hours, especially this generation of people. Why do you think TikTok and Vine and Instagram Reels and all that shit are popular? Because everybody's only got the attention span for like fucking a minute and a half. So like if you're going to sit there and try to force baseball down my throat for five goddamn hours, it's just not going to work. So they, <laughs> shout out. Everybody calls it the major league commissioner a dipshit, which he might be, but this is the greatest decision that any commissioner may have ever made in professional sports. Think about that for a second, because 
No. Is baseball ever going to die? Probably not. But were people watching it? Fuck no. People weren't really watching baseball. And this is drawing ratings back to the sport. And that is all that matters. That's what matters. Fuck a home attendance. Fuck all that other shit. Let's get the goddamn TV ratings back. And then they'll figure out the fucking attendance at the ballparks after that. Yeah, the World Series used to be one of the most watched events of the year. And now it barely scratches like top 10. Bro, it not, doesn't not even including like World Cup because World Cup dominates anymore. everything. It doesn't even hit 20 million fucking people watching that shit. That's crazy. Crazy. That's fucking absurd. It's America's pastime, and nobody fucking cares Ain't about it anymore. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's you what we're trying to say. Never that, coach. Huh? You say baseball was never that? No, I said ain't nobody got time for that. That's basically uh, yeah. what we were getting at. <laughs> Which is exactly why I I mean, yes, is the commissioner of baseball a great commissioner? Probably not, but this is the fucking single greatest decision he's ever fucking made. Maybe any any decision a commissioner's ever made because he saved the goddamn sport. He saved it on TV. If you don't get your sport watched on television, Nobody fucking cares. We all stream our shit. We all do this. But everybody knows you go to fucking live TV to watch sports. Am I wrong? No. I've never been hey, wrong the only, the only thing they can do left is change it to 120 games in a season. Bro, that's a great idea. Why the fuck do they play 162 games? That's another thing. It makes thing. no that fucking is so sense. Many. That is so It makes no sense. Out here, bro. That's what like, I who cares? Like. Who cares about five <laughs> months of baseball? Nobody, nobody does. Like I'm, I'm the, one of the biggest Braves fans you'll ever meet. If you don't have to make it 162 games, you know what I'm saying. You could space out the 120 or 130 games and fucking stretch it out over five months and give the baseball players, you know, some time to rest. And maybe Aaron Judge last year actually does hit 70 home runs because he got to take three fucking days off between a game for once, instead of having to play today, tomorrow, the next day. The next day, oh, we get a break now, and then you play the next day. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like there are teams getting done. They don't want to play 162 games either. (laughs) I doubt it. What are you going to say? There's teams getting done at like midnight on games and have to be up and in a new city across the fucking country. Yeah, to play at seven o'clock the next day. Like, what is that? That sounds like the worst job ever. Like, you get done with work, get on a plane to go to work to work again without resting Nothing. i'd probably end it <laughs> he said, I'm retire my life you know like, yeah it'd be my dream to play in the mlb but my god it sounds think really think about it it sounds miserable being a professional athlete when you're growing up sounds great but when you start to hear professional athletes talk about the amount of work that it takes to be a professional athlete you don't really want to be one anymore like at least the NFL has a weekend between games, maybe like three, four days if it's a Monday to Thursday. If that ever God for God happens. Oh, dude, they're gonna they already started flexing Thursday night games. They're gonna do it this year. They're allowed to start flexing games to Thursdays. So you're gonna have even shorter weeks between and guys like Jalen Hurts who just signed a big deal, and guys like Lamar Jackson who are about to sign a big deal are gonna potentially get hurt playing on a Thursday mm-hmm. just because they didn't have enough time to rest them legs. Yeah. We don't want that. All right, let's fucking get into it. Let's talk, and I'll run through the NFL headlines. We've talked enough baseball. The pitch clock is the going to save the day. Shout out to that. 
Uh, the big news in the NFL, obviously, Jalen Hurts signs a five-year, $255 million deal for $110 million fully guaranteed at signing. Think about that. He also uh, gets $173 million in total guarantees. So as of next year, he'll have $173 million probably fully guaranteed. Uh, Q, the quarterback market. You're welcome. Is exactly what I fucking told you. Ain't nobody else getting $230 million fully guaranteed. Thank you, Swill. Jordan was right. Swill is right. You're welcome, boys. You're welcome, fans. Everybody else out there. Ain't no fucking way the NFL owners are giving $220-plus million to fucking anybody. Not it's like the Browns team. just manipulated every other team in the NFL. They didn't have a choice, Cam. They didn't have a choice. The Browns <laughs> fucking suck. They always have. They always will, even with this fucking ass grabber playing quarterback. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. They had to overpay this guy. They had to. I I told y'all. I told Coach especially. Ain't nobody giving Lamar $240 million. Ain't happening. Well. <laughs> he still need to get paid somehow, so. He's going to get paid, just not what he yes. thinks he's going to get paid. He's going to get a little more than Jalen Hurts, even though Jalen Hurts took his team to a Super Bowl. He's going to get a little bit more than him. That is fair. Exactly. 185, 190, nothing more guaranteed. I guarantee it. He does not get more than that in his total guarantees. Dude, th- let me pull this fucking picture up. Sarah Ellison, who we trust, all right? We trust Sarah on this show. She's a big-time Ravens reporter. Let me go ahead and show you what she said. Here are the com- the, com- the side-by-side comparison between Lamar Jackson's deal and Jalen Hurts' fucking deal he just signed today. Coach, let me hear this. Jalen Hurts gets a $255 million contract in total value. Lamar Jackson got $250 million in his total value. Guaranteed at signing, Jalen Hurts, $110 million. Lamar Jackson, $133 million. That's more. And his total guarantee was 179.3 for Jalen Hurts. Guess what Lamar got? What does it say on the bottom of the screen, boys? What does that say? Tell me what that fucking says and what Lamar turned down. I don't know much about negotiating deals for this much money, but if you turn down $200 million in fully guaranteed dollars, you are being stupid. Or you're just trying to be too fucking prideful for no reason. I love this guy. I want him on the fucking team. But if that is even close to accurate, he's being dumb. Or his mom is fucking being dumb. I don't know who's making the decisions here, but somebody's making a dumb decision right now. More money than Jalen Hurts just got. More money in total guarantees than Jalen Hurts just got. The only thing that's not is the total value of the contract. And who gives a fuck because you got more money offered to you. So, boys, now I ask you, because Lamar did reject that deal that Sarah Ellison was allegedly reporting, how do you think this affects Lamar? Do you think he's going to sign? you think he's going to stand his ground to try to get that money he still desperately thinks he deserves? Or do you think he's going to fucking come down on that price a little bit because he sees now that somebody who just went to a Super Bowl playing the same exact style he does took less money? Or do you think nothing's going to happen? We've had a whole, whole offseason to see who wants Lamar. And who wants Lamar? I do. That's it. You do. That's it. And I, I still don't get why. But no team wants Lamar. He's not going to get the $200 million guaranteed that he wants. Like, he was offered. 
I don't think any other team's going to offer that up after just seeing what Jalen Hurts, who just last year took his team to a Super Bowl, is getting. And what's Lamar Jackson proven? Less than Jalen Hurts. Yes, team com- team accomplishment wise, yes, he has proven less than Jalen, and that's what matters in football. Your accomplishments for your team. The MVP is great. The fucking all everything is great, but we have not really won much. And I understand why he got paid first. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, exactly right, Cam. He should see that, and he should think to come down a little bit on that price. Just a little bit. Uh, Well, I I mean, I think his stance on it is, like, he, like, just value. He sees himself as better than Deshaun Jackson. I'm not Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, um, you know, because he got the MVP. And like, you know, I want a playoff game. He hasn't. And uh, like just going down the list and like, sure, he is a better player, but I don't know if a team like y'all are saying is going to give a player 200 uh, or even like just close to what Deshaun Watson got. Like Nobody's ever going to get that again. Nobody. Well, the guaranteed money's gonna go up regardless. It is. But, but nobody's say, touching two thirty. Not a nobody. Not a soul on this fucking planet playing football right now is touching two thirty guaranteed. Unless it's maybe a six hundred million deal. There's no fucking in twenty forty. In twenty years, they'll be up to <laughs> that much. Throughout the duration of us doing like this podcast, twenty twenty three to twenty twenty five seasons. Hell, fucking no. No. It's uh, absurd. Lamar, just come down on the price, dog. Help us out. Now you see what the market The market is not what you think you're worth. The market is what the market is. That's where I think the divide is between him not having an agent and him having an agent. Because he's convinced that he is the market. Whatever he decides he wants is market value for Lamar. What an agent would do would show him what fucking Jalen Hurts just got and try to get him something in between what he wants and what Jalen Hurts just got. Because that's what the market is. It's what the last guy just got paid. It's not what you think you are worth. That's nothing. That has nothing to do with it. That has absolutely fucking nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with what who just got paid what. You know what I'm saying? I know Deshaun Watson kind of broke the fucking bank, but nobody's ever going to do that. Nobody's ever going to do that again because I doubt a team is going to get as desperate as the Browns would be because nobody else was called the factory of sadness. The Cleveland Browns were. So the fact that they paid somebody $230 million and they still suck should prove that point even more. They are a factory of sadness. Anything else before we do our mock draft very quickly? <laughs> Lamar shouldn't get paid. That's all I want to say. No, he should definitely get paid, but he should not get $230 million. Absolutely not. That is too much money. Trade for him. Play a full season, then talk to me. Don't he sign has. that tag, he though. He won an MVP. How many years? How many years ago? He won it in 2019. I'm aware. In 2020, he only missed like two or three games, and we made the playoffs. He won a playoff game. 2021, he did miss the last five and the last five last year. That bugs me a little bit that he has missed the last five games of the last two years. What can I do about that? Nothing. When he's not on the field, we fucking stink. When he is on the field, we are arguably the best team in the AFC outside of Kansas City. Yeah, I was about to say, calm down. 
Yeah. That's why I said outside of Kansas City. I knew. <laughs> Mahomes doing his thing right now. It's okay. And I, I don't think you, he's winning no damn three Super Bowls in 10 years. You fucking crazy. He's already got two of them. Hey, man. He, I know. We got another That's four years and one Super Bowl to go. Let's get it. That shit going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, where is we going to see. Yeah, that man, Howie Roseman. I think, like, he going to do better this time around as far as, like, paying the quarterback because, like, Carson Wentz got paid big money too. But, like, he got – Wentz got the bent. Wentz got the big money, and there wasn't that much talent around the team. So, like, I feel like Jalen Hurts and the team wanted um, to keep their core guys, you know, the receivers. Their offense is pretty much intact. It's just I think for them in this draft, like we're about to do a mock draft, um, I think they should focus more so on the defense and just retooling the defense because now they got the quarterback signed away. You need a running back. Uh so Philly ain't really going anywhere, and they're probably going to go back maybe to the Super Bowl, unless Kirk Kirk Duggins uh, <laughs> makes some Minnesota yeah, miracles. I, I fucking didn't realize that was actually up. I, I, was, I was waiting. One more thing before we do that. What were you saying, Coach? Uh, I was just saying uh, Philly ain't really going nowhere, so we, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. All right, let me run through this real quick. Before we get into the mock draft, because I want to move quick. Uh, who do we expect to get paid next? Let's just do it real quick. Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, or who goes first? Burrow. Burrow? Uh, I say Burrow, because I don't I say think Lamar's going to sign the tag. I say Herbert. Uh, Bryce Young has canceled the remainder of his pre-draft visits. All signs are pointing to him being selected at Where number one to the to? Panthers. Shout out to Where Coke. you going to? Oh, oh. Uh, and Buda Baker has requested a trade for those who think I'm making that up. Here's Adam Schefter saying Cardinals Pro Bowl safety. Buda Baker now. Buda Baker has now requested a trade. Per him. Uh, Dalvin Cook could be released by the Vikings. What's his best fit? Dolphins, Bills. Who do you guys think Dalvin Cook should go to? Let's name a team real fast. Bills. I'm with you, Cam. Let's. I want him to go to the Bills. The Bills his need to run. Brothers on the team. 2016 yeah. started their offseason workouts today. Uh, Gerald McCoy officially retired on Friday. For those of you that missed it, he was 35 years old at the time of his retirement. Stellar career, 59 and a half sacks, 334 tackles, 86 tackles for loss, 153 quarterback hits, 24 passes defended, and six forced fumbles in 11 seasons. Shout out to him. Saquon Barkley and Dexter Lawrence are reporting they will not report for voluntary team workouts. For the offseason. Jets, Quinn and Williams also skipping offseason workouts. Brock Purdy may miss the entire 2023 NFL season, boys. So who the fuck's going to be they playing need to go get for the 49ers? Nope, go they don't have enough picks to make anything happen. They should have made a run at Aaron Rodgers before the Jets decided to get greedy. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins said he doesn't want to pay raise. Said he's willing to go. He made faces at some couple teams in these videos from Instagram the other day. His best fit, let's go Bills, Chargers, Chiefs, Patriots, Ravens, fuck the Jets. I don't think the Jets are a real option in that. Where do you think the best fit for DeAndre Hopkins is? Chiefs. Cam, what do you think? Uh, I would say, I, I, I want to say you guys. I mean, him and Odell paired up together, that's just... That's the one, too, that would end the season. If Lamar's playing, y'all win the Super Bowl already. 
If he stays healthy, yeah. You know that's cap, and you know that's cap. Bro, if he goes to the Ravens, if Lamar's got two solid number ones or a a one and a one D, because we don't really know. Odell's still got it in him, but D-Hop, I think think D-Hop would be a game changer for that. Like, It would be a game changer on any team, but I feel like the Chiefs, because they lost Juju and – they kind of have some younger guys, so like they're kind of more thin on yeah. receiver. I feel like, I mean, with Odell, you, you got Odell Bateman, uh, what you got, Duvernay still, uh, <laughs> and Andrews. Maybe another receiver if you like draft one, too. I mean, the Chiefs could very well just draft. Let's one. see how this mock draft shakes out. If we gonna draft a receiver or not? Yo. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I want to get through it because it is mock draft Monday. I don't want to be waiting too much longer. We've been going for a little little over 45 minutes, a little over there. I don't know how long exactly we've been going. So, Coach, as always, since your Panthers have the first pick, I will let you pick first because if my team had the first pick, I would not let anybody else pick first either. So who will the Carolina Panthers be taking? Is it going to be Bryce Young? God damn, I burped twice. You okay over there, we don't? No, uh, these beers are hitting me in the face. <laughs> so hang man, on, let me um, let me redo that. I don't care if it's live because I'm going to edit the mock draft portion of it anyways. Who right. will the Carolina Panthers be taking with the first pick in the 2023 Man Up 3 Deep mock draft? Let's go. Let's see who they're going to take, Coach. Tell go me. ahead and put that phone down like you supposed to, Bryce Young, because you already know we're going to call you. Cam, in this Ooh. one, you now have the second pick. Who are the Houston Texans taking? Remember, they will not take C.J. Stroud because he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson. So even though they should, they will not take C.J. Stroud here. Texans, Anthony Richardson. Oh, my God. Hold the phone. Hold before I make that. Hey, I actually like that. That's Hold crazy. The fuck. <laughs> you like just it. have Anthony Richardson go number two in our guy. I hate it. I hate it so much, but yes. Wow. The more yeah, I've been thinking about it, the more. Dude, he's had such a good combine. Like he's He's been up there, like, competing with all the top QBs. Like, he could give anyone a run for their money for a top three quarterback. Yeah, we even had a look at him, and I'm like, eh, no, just go with Bryce. It's hard not to with the way he just played for everyone. Say what? It's hard not to with the way he just showed up at the combine and literally was just like, here I am. I think the thing is, the one thing I'll say about Anthony Richardson is, like, you could just – any of these, like, top five teams, like, okay, if he goes to – I'm not going to use us because I don't want him to go to us, but even still, like – um, any of these top five teams, like the Colts, even like, sure he's had the thirteen starts, but like you could just ease him. He's not going to start day one, but like you could ease him in, and like say you start him like halfway through the season if your record is so so, and like you know the fans are kind of like clamoring for Anthony Richardson. I think it could be a situation like that, and his legs are his best asset. So just like use like design runs, and then like the defense is just going to be in like basic coverage or something like that. So it, it kind of so helped. At the pig. Yeah. Well, she knows what she was doing. You knew the, the the reason for the madness. My pick, I, can't I like really that, judge. You know, I wouldn't have did it, but I'm not judging you. All right. So I have back-to-back picks <laughs> here, so I can do whatever I want. 
Uh, Jalen Carter, dude, I'm going to say this now. He's going to drop to minimum pick 10. So I think that we should probably see how the board shakes out if we don't pick him until about then. So I'm going to advise you all to trust the rumors and see if he will fall in our mock draft as well. If not, that's fine because I'm going to have Will Anderson go right here to the Cardinals because, again, we can't trade picks even though the Tennessee Titans would 100% trade up right here. If Anthony Richardson just went to the fucking Texans in the NFL draft, then you better believe the Titans are going up to getting C.J. Stroud. But since that can't happen in this, I will have the Colts luck out and back-to-back drafts and go ahead and draft C.J. Stroud. Wow. That's a great pick, too. Damn right it is, Coach. All right, now who's up? Uh, the Texans should take him. Cam, you are up. Dude, oh, man, I always forget to fucking do this. Ready? <laughs> it's the fifth pick in the 2023 Man Up 3D mock draft. The Seattle Seahawks are selecting who, Cam? Van Ness. Who? 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 Lucas Van Ness. Lucas Van Ness. Cam is going for... Big reaches in the top five of this draft. Holy it's fantasy shit. land with Cam. <laughs> doesn't sound like a player the Seahawks would draft. I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't sound like a player a player that the Seahawks are going to draft to me. Who do you think else would go? Uh, Jalen Carter? Witherspoon, Peter Skaronsky, maybe mm. Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez, somebody like that, maybe. But this man had the big white for my with it. I was going to go with him and Jalen Carter because I feel like they're going defense first. Yeah, I agree. I think Jalen Carter is probably going to be coach's pick here, right? Uh, it could be, but I still like that. Don't Devin. do Devin Witherspoon. Why? <laughs> because, man, it's too accurate. We can't do it all three. We want to be right. <laughs> we can't do it three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you though, coach. It should definitely be the pick. Uh, so then pick him. All right, Stephen Smooth <laughs> going to the Lions in three straight man up three deep mock drafts. All right, the Raiders are up. Who do they who do they take in? Jalen Carter back in the day would have been a perfect player for the Raiders because you know of his off field issues. They'd have been like, Oh yeah, give me that shit. But nowadays, I don't know if they're still going to be about that. So do you think Jalen Carter dra- gets drafted here, or do you think he falls down to the Falcons, Bears, or Eagles? Uh, I don't like him at the seventh pick. Uh, you have back-to-back picks, though, Coach, so I'm going to need you to tell me who you think is going. Move down on the board. Oh, sorry. I'm with you. Uh, hmm. Let's go with Tyree Wilson. Ooh, to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. They All won't right, take no, Carter, but they'll take another edge guy or D line. Hell yeah. So that leaves us at pick number eight. I believe Coach is up again. No, he just went back to back. He did six and seven. You are up at number eight, Cam. I thought you picked a line. No. Okay. The the Falcons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think Jalen Carter is gonna leave his home state or do you think this is where he goes? That'd be a good pick. It would be. And I'm going to cheers that to y'all. With my not Bud Light. Did we already put up Tyree Wilson off the board? Mm-hmm. 
All right, then you yeah, add Jalen Carter. I'm so joking, by the way. For those who were what might have heard my last comment, I'm so joking. <laughs> Continue, Dude. camper. <laughs> Coach knows what I'm talking about. Who's getting picked, Cam? I didn't hear you. Who? Who's getting picked? You you going with Jalen Carter? Yeah. Oh no, Jalen Carter. Sounds like you're gonna have a two year career, bud. And I'm sorry to say that. All right, here Man, we go. I don't want to see that, dude. I got back-to-back picks now. Do I not? I do. I have picks nine and I have picks ten. I'm not going to have Bijan go to the Eagles here at number ten. And I'm for sure not going to have Jackson Smith and Jigba go back to the Bears at number nine. <clears throat> like Cam did in our last draft. Yeah. So, with that being said, I will have Peter Skaronsky go here. Justin mm-hmm. Fields needs somebody to anchor that def- that offensive line for him, somebody to keep him upright, somebody to keep his legs healthy, somebody to keep his arm healthy. And the <laughs> Eagles, as much as I think Bijan Robinson would be a fantastic pick to do for the third straight time, I'm going to throw a curveball at y'all. I think they are going to draft a receiver. But it's not who you think, Coach, and it's not – who Cam thinks? Do you see him on the board there? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers going in the top 10 of the Damn. man up three deep mock draft 3.0. Dang. I don't know who's up on this one. Yeah, bro. His agent said that people think he's going to be top first pick off the board. Not first pick. First receiver off the board. So I'm trusting him. Cam, you're up. You have pick number 11. For the Tennessee Titans, they need a receiver and some offensive line help, or a quarterback even. Yeah, Tannehill. Nah, probably gonna be Paris Johnson. Ooh, sneaky pick on that one. I respect it. Paris. That was one of my picks in our other mock drafts. Goes number eleven to the Tennessee Titans. Hell yeah, Coach. I believe no. Yes, Coach, you are up. Back-to-back picks for you, sir. You have 12 and 13. Okay. So, I would say that John – what's his name? Quentin Johnson? I think Jigba. Ooh, you think JSN goes here? Yeah, yeah. All right, so JSN to the Texans, some weapons for Anthony Richardson. And now He could also go to the Titans. I can see that. Or the Eagles. And now who goes 13 to the Jets? Uh, okay. Uh, they don't – Who they have Uzama as their tight end. So, I don't they think do. they would reach. No, I don't um, think so. Hmm. And they have uh, – what's his name? C.J. Mosley. <laughs> they need a yeah, – And there's no linebackers really worth taking at this point, you know? Yeah. So I'm gonna go with a tackle. Who's what tackles are available? I'm gonna go Darnell. This guy's Wright. been messaging people and calling them crazy as fuck. So I don't know if he's worth a pick. What do you mean? <laughs> you didn't see that? No, I heard he was moving up on the board. Darnell, right? Yeah. All right, you gonna pick him here? Yeah. Bang. That's back-to-back picks for Coach. Cam, you're up. 
Fourteenth pick overall. Who goes to the Patriots? Quentin Johnson. Ew. But He's I respect from a military family. I respect so that's right up Belichick's alley. He said, "So oh, here's yeah. what I'm gonna mold him into a star receiver." Here's what I'm thinking. I think I want to have a trooper. That's what he's gonna be. I think I want to have some fun with this pick. I'm at we're at pick 15, right? D's gonna say Will Levis. <laughs> yeah, we're at a uh, Packers. You're wild. He doesn't like. Don't you fucking dare. <sighs> Should I? I'm so tempted. Clowning. <laughs> Nah, we're gonna go ahead and go with Kalijah Kansi, defensive lineman from Pittsburgh. The and next now Aaron I got Donald. the Washington Football Team, Commanders, Redskins. Whatever. Now you Who take Will Levis. Up for now you take at this Will. point. Mm-hmm. Who do we think should go here at sixteen to the Commanders? And you know what? I don't think I'll get them on here if I send them the link, but I bet you I can get them. If I did this, let's see if Joey, Coach Joey, answers me. If he doesn't, then I will make the pick myself. This will be back-to-back times. He potentially gets to make a pick on the podcast. Come on, Coach. Let everybody hear it. Damn. Oh, he said I'll call back. What's up? Call back now, puss. (laughs) For funsies for the pod. So who is on the board for the commanders? Let's see. For funsies. We're just trying to get through this, though, at the same point. So we got Will Levis. We got Christian Gonzalez, right? We got Dalton Kincaid. We got Deontay Banks. Jesus, there's some players on our board left, boys. We are we are reaching for some picks. We are reaching for some picks at this motherfucker. And if Joey doesn't call me, oh, hold on. We're getting some typing bubbles. I'm just thinking they, I've been saying this whole time, they need a corner. So I'm going to go ahead and just pick the damn corner that I see on the board. From I would the DMV. take Dalton Kincaid or maybe oh, the line. You know what, coach? Great idea. Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah, going to the commanders. You just made my damn pick for me. I respect it. <laughs> Tell Joey you did that. I will. All right, and now pick 17. Cam, you are up, sir. The Stillers. Joey Porter Jr. Oh, like father, like son. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I hate you. So cool. If I was him, I'd be probably crying on the fucking stage. I'd be like, Dad, we did it. My son <laughs> went to my team. <laughs> Man. Coach, you're up. Back-to-back picks, 18-19. You got the Lions and the Bucks. Okay. Damn. That's a great pick, though, Cam. Good job. Um, well. It hurts me, but I wanted wait, it. No. <laughs> they just took a corner, so I was about to say. Because they lost. Uh, That's why I think Devin Witherspoon is going to go to the Lions, because uh, they lost Jeff Okuda, and their secondary is not the best. But with their second first-round pick, um, I have them. They need wide receiver help. A tight end just went. I have them taking Brian Branch. 
Brian Branch. Yeah. And you say they need receiver help. Well, take another DV. All right. Who do the Bucks take with pick 19? That's a division rival of yours, so I could see you trying oh, to screw them. this is easy. Will Levis, the last oh, quarterback. Oh, there it goes. He's off the board at pick 19. Will Levis to the Tampa Bay Bucks. I feel – yo, low-key coach, look at me right now. Look at me in my face. That seems like that's going to happen. I don't know why, but I feel like you're a 1,000% right. Will Levis. <laughs> I can see it. I can yeah, see it. That's yeah. a great call. Great call, coach. All right, uh, pick number, what are we at, 20? Cam, that's you. The Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. I'm going with my big dog, Nolan Smith, baby. Nolan Smith is now a, mm-hmm. is now a Seattle Seahawk? Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. And he got Bobby Wagner. Where's Good he at? Luck. Oh, there he is. He's probably down a little bit. Yeah, the 49 at, at all. on me. <laughs> oh, shit. Does this really work out like that again? No way! I get the Ravens pick three straight drafts. You did that on purpose. 100%. Maybe. They said it's randomized. Sure, sure, sure. It's okay. All right, so the Chargers here. Coach, you have inspired me to make this pick because I could see this being – I could see them making a trade on draft night to get rid of Austin Eckler, right? And yeah, I could yeah. see them drafting B. John Robinson right here at pick number 21 because you said in your first mock draft that we did that you had B. John Robinson going to the Chargers. I agree with yeah. you. I think that's a great pick. So I Also, got the Cowboys could do the same thing. Agree. Because if the Eagles don't take them at 10, I feel like they would probably uh, trade up and go get a running back. Hell yeah. It depends. So now, obviously, my team is now on the board. Look at who's up here. First of all, Christian Gonzalez, no fucking way he's dropping all the way to pick 22. No. But since he did, he, I'm going to take him. You need well, to go to the Vikings if that's the case. Let's see who else is here, right? So you got Christian Gonzalez. You got Deontay Banks. You got Brian Breesey. You got Anto- Anton Harrison. You got fucking Will McDonald the fifth or the fourth, whatever the fuck that is. I don't fucking know. Fourth. Uh, Broderick Jones, Michael Meyer, Jordan Addison, Emmanuel no, Forbes, who we just had come in the other day. Osiris Torrance, who the uh, who our fan question of the day came in from. Do we think he was worth drafting at this point? And I still will not take him. So somehow, some way, if Christian R- Gonzalez drops here, he will be a Baltimore Raven. Oh, yeah. Cornerback from Oregon, lanky, fast, physical. Let's go ducks he a bird he flying from one flock to the other let's go so who's the quarterback for who us yeah lamar jackson and who's the receivers we got odell beckham and we might trade for deandre hopkins but according to my source we may not Mm-mm-mm. we may not there ain't nothing there according to my source who i will Y'all got a second round pick that's high enough Coach, how'd you how, hang on before before uh, before we move on? How'd you what? feel about my source that I got, huh? I'm talking my shit right now. I'm not gonna say who it was because I don't want them to information <laughs> again. So how'd you feel when I told you? Cam knows who it is too. <laughs> how y'all feel about that one, huh? Hey man, that's this a guy's good source. One of the most resourceful so, guy. Ravens fans, D Hop ain't probably ain't coming to the Ravens, but I don't think Jordan Addison is necessarily worth a pick at 22. Because he's going to be picked at 23 for the Minnesota Vikings. And you heard it from Cam. Jordan Addison goes now 
to the Minnesota Vikings. Coach, back-to-back picks for you, good sir. Get after it. Okay. Um, Doesn't it suck picking second, Cam? I like it. Yeah, because let's go Brian Breeze. You just wait, you know? Yeah. Yeah, let's go Brian Breeze for the Jags. Brian Breeze? Yeah, yeah. All right, Brian Breeze to the Jags. And now, who are the Giants taking, coach? Um, let's see. I'll say they take Deontay Banks. Damn. You got them drafting a DB, huh? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Cam, you are up, sir. Cowboys are on the clock. Darnell Washington. <laughs> of fucking course. I'm sneaking him in every draft. He's going first round. I'm, He's not, I am speaking it into existence. He's not worth a first round pick either. That's the worst part. He's an offensive lineman that can run and catch. <laughs> you know that's what? True. Fair enough. He might be worth the pick in the first round. If you make that point, that's fair. All right, coach. No, I'm up. Shit, I got back-to-back picks. I'm picking for the Bills, finally. I never got to pick for the Bills. Let's fucking go. So since their only need is a defensive back, right? But I'm looking, and we definitely miss Broderick Jones. He's totally going to go earlier than what we have here, but that's okay. Miles Murphy would be a good edge guy just in case Von Miller goes down or somebody else goes down on the edge for them again. Or old McDonald had a farm over here from Iowa. Iowa State might be a good pick, too. But, 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 they need a DB, right? And the Ravens just had this guy come in today. This guy right here. Cam Smith from South Carolina. Y'all see him? See what that says? Cam. He had a pick this past year. He had three picks the year before and two picks the season before that. I don't know if these are touchdowns he gave up or touchdowns he scored, but the Bills need a DB. If you're going to draft one, you might as well draft one from the SEC. And at that point, you go with the guy from Mississippi State in Emmanuel Forbes. Because, <laughs> fuck it. You're at the 27th pick of the draft at this point. You have no idea what this guy's going to be or what he isn't going to be. You might as well take a chance on a position that you need. So just go ahead and grab. Who the fuck did I pick? Emmanuel Forbes. <laughs> so here we go. Pick 28. I'm picking for the Bengals. <laughs> I'm not going to bone them on this one. I'll get them something that they need. They need a tight end. Let's go ahead and get them the guy from Notre Dame and just lock that shit up, Michael Meyer. Cam, Thank your you. last pick of the draft for the Saints. You had them grab Darnell Washington last time. Who do you have them grabbing this time? Miles Murphy. Yeah, best player available. Okay. Probably best. Probably good call. He's not going to fall all the way down here. They need their line secured, and why not pick the best player left? Correct. And now, Coach, you pick back-to-back to to end the 2023 Man Up 3D mock draft. Okay, so. Ken, did you have Luke Van Ness going to the Eagles, dude? (laughs) Was that true? I don't remember when I had him going. I had him going early, though. He was top ten. He had him going top five. Yeah. Um, Wait, who did the Eagles take? Uh, Cam, I believe, had them. No, I had them take oh, Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Right. So they don't need a receiver. Let's give them some more defense. Uh, 
Yeah, let's say Oh McDonald. Old McDonald had a phone. Um, All right. Who's going last pick of the first round to the Kansas City Chiefs? Let's get a receiver. Uh, oh, there's not a receiver worth taking in the first round anymore. Maybe Josh Downs, maybe Nathaniel Dell, Tank Dell, next Tyreek. If he if he gonna be oh, stop circling Jalen Hyatt. Get that out of your fucking mind. Yeah, he's so good, dude. Look at these numbers. Okay, fifteen touchdowns. First of all. He had 15 touchdowns last year, Cam. 1,200 yards. What is that, 67 catches? Yeah, 67 catches. Let's go, dude. And he, he have like four, four or five four. touchdowns in one game? Yeah, I think he had five against Alabama. So the rest of the games, he was all right. No, he's a dog. Don't, don't, okay. don't trip. Me and Steve Smith know what we're talking about, and this man is a dog. Tell him, coach. <laughs> hey, he be hitting on all the uh like draft profiles that Steve Smith does on his podcast. It's funny. I'll always send it to him, and then it'll be like, "Yep, check." <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> it's spot on. It's so funny. So, who are we picking with the Chiefs' last pick? Okay, let's go, Josh Downs. Man, he's going with Josh Downs, breaking my heart, not leaving one good receiver left in the second round. Bum, 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 bum. I, I hate want this. Thank you. Yeah. All right, there it is. I'll save the picture. Beautiful. I will, I will put it up for those of y'all to see. Oh, you can't see it yet. I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> some, of, some of my picks are so outrageous just looking at it. Hey, but Bryce Young is going to be the steal of the drive. Heard Watch y'all pull up with Anthony Richardson. Please don't do that, Caroline. We don't need to take those kind of risks. We can be just as good, if not better, with Bryce Young. So there it is. There's mock draft 3.0. We have Bryce Young going back-to-back first-round picks, number one overall picks to the Panthers. Shout-out to Coach. I'm sure he will be very excited about that. Almost Anthony Richardson might be the surprise of the draft, if not Lucas Van Ness going at number five to the Seahawks. Cam was just throwing shit at the board and hoping it would stick. Seems like it did. <laughs> <laughs> CJ Stroud again goes number four to the Colts. Jalen Carter drops all the way to number eight in this draft. And you know who dropped the farthest out of everybody in this draft? This guy right here, Miles Murphy. Oh. He was supposed to be a top 20 pick. We had this man drop almost to the end of the first round, completely out of the first round almost. Dang. We'll have Thank to you. see. Think about that next time you're trying to cost somebody some money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, boy. Y'all got anything else we want to talk about? Anything that I missed by chance? Uh, no, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Man. We all got one in the games tonight. Who's playing tonight? Game two. Uh, oh, wait, it's on my goddamn notes. I should know. Yeah, the Sixers <laughs> and the Nets. Um, also the Celtics and the Hawks. 
Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go. I was watching. I'm watching hockey in here while this is going on. I'll be honest with you. As you can see, I'm wearing my Wayne Gretzky jersey. Uh, yeah. Because the Caps are trash. Man, you know that's something we didn't really touch on this year. Because we pretty we much didn't need to. They were so bad. Yeah, man. What a disappointment that was. Because like we're that's one team that we're all a fan of. You know, the Caps, and they fucking sucked this year, dude. We were 12th in the East. What the fuck is that? You know the last yeah. time that shit happened was? I think like 2006 or 2004. We were trash this year, bro. First time we missed the playoffs since 2013. Mm. Had nah. to happen. Us and the Penguins. Peter Laviolette, <laughs> of his duties. Yeah, the Penguins missed the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh. You're like, we're going to make playoffs this year. doesn't matter, bro. It's going down in Pittsburgh. That's what those fucking people are saying, you know? And then guess what? The playoffs ain't going down in Pittsburgh this year, motherfucker. Yep, that's sick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, now that I got y'all, are y'all hyped to go to this Pirates game in uh, June? Cam, I know it's like like a week after your birthday. So, like, if you don't have time, I get it. But, like, if you're also doing something the weekend before, that makes sense, too. Yeah, I'll be recovered by then. Don't you worry. I was down for a two-hour All baseball the game. going to goddamn PNC Park. We're going to get fucked up up in Pittsburgh. I'm excited. Um, shit. So, yeah, the Caps are bad. The Nats are still bad. The Orioles are good, so that's good. Cam, the Braves are killing it, right? You guys are the first Damn in the right. East. We got the second-best record in the MLB right now. Uh, Y'all lost my guy, Dansby, right? He's on yeah. the Cubs. He's on who's, the Cubs. Who's the Braves player I need to look out for this year? Who's going to be my new guy? Honestly, it should be Acuna or Austin Riley. Well, I mean, that's an obvious one. I like Acuna. Acuna Jr., that's my guy. Like, he's always been my dude. He wears the highlighter fucking colored pads and shit, so that's my dude. Hey, Michael Harris. That's that's the dude you should be looking out for. I hit a home run with him against Coach and MLB The Show. Yeah, but you lost. I did lose. Damn. Coach. Oh, Cam, you missed Woo! this. I'm sidetracked now because we're just kind of wrapping, wrapping the stream up at this point. Uh, Coach and I played MLB The Show, what? over the weekend good like on saturday or sunday something like that yeah Bro, 10 to Saturday's. 9 was the final score coach beat me in extra innings that shit y'all that really shit bad at pitching hey nah i was i was the brave but i picked that like dude who had a 94 and <laughs> he only had Strider? like yeah i think he only had like three pitches and i, I told was, you that when you picked them well, I didn't, I don't know. I thought he was <laughs> I thought he was gonna do me some good and he kept putting me in trouble and I was like, bro, like, bro I'm only waiting on three pitches. It's either gonna be a fastball, or one of the other two. So the one yeah, time I see one of the other two, I'm like, perfect, here we go. Always go with the pitcher with more pitches. Okay. Hey, you gotta throw two fastballs in <laughs> a slider and expect to beat someone like that. Like that's I feel like we should banish Cam from playing uh, MLB The Show. Yeah. <laughs> agree? And Joey, too. Because y'all both played baseball. Coach and I didn't. So, like, hell no. I don't that don't matter. Huh? It, it doesn't matter. It does, because I can't see that shit. No, I'm just kidding. It definitely doesn't I want to participate. I know. I agree. <laughs> just like we got to get everybody to play golf all at the same time, too. Cam's good at golf, too. I'll give him his props, you know. I'll give him another slight little uh, round of applause, you know. Oh, yeah, you're getting my hand-me-down clubs here shortly. Oh, no. I would. I might just get my own because, like, I kind of want the new ones. I want the, I want to know what that new club feels like. You know what I'm saying? 
No, I can deal with old clubs before you spend money on new clubs. That's true. Golf is fucking hard, dude. Yeah. Why is that shit hard? Coach, the hardest game in the world. Mm -hmm. That's what people say. They say it's the hardest game. It's like baseball and golf are the two hardest sports to play. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to do both a lot this summer in basketball. That's easy. Dog and coach on that court, him and his funky little left-handed shots. I'm just joking. I won't be beating coach. But if we're on the opposite teams, like we Lock were up the left day, coach is going to be getting them, them works. That's cat. Don't, Yo, don't play around I'm like me. Like... John didn't whoop y'all ass when we were playing fucking hey. teams. <laughs> you didn't guard me. I didn't guard you damn right. I was guarding uh, his because yeah. I was like all-star game defense, right? He was like, yeah. I was like, perfect. I'm with you. I ain't trying to go out too hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to die out on this court right now. <laughs> Make hey, some freeze, well, get some fast breaks, some layups. Call it a day. Y'all trying to get shots. Let's get it. Yeah. Coach be pulling oh. up in the mid-range like that's his job or something, Cam. <laughs> I know. Trust me, we've played before. Man always tries <laughs> that one step back and like, <laughs> hey, with that ugly ass shot. Shut up! <laughs> it don't go like me. <laughs> Damn, that froze so funny on the screen. All right, thank. All right, I think that's a good point to wrap this one up, boys. I think that's a good one, Coach. We all shoot a basketball funny, but you might shoot it the funniest. And for that, I thank you. And I always thank you for joining me on this show. Cam, thank you for coming back, back to back pods for the first time in five, six times. Hell yeah. Super Cam. Fucking yeah. And with that note, like, share, subscribe, follow us on TikTok, follow us on, follow us on TikTok, especially because of my AB video that I just posted today. That's getting a lot of play. We got a bunch of fucking likes and a bunch of comments on that one. So go and share that shit with all your friends and go comment. Tell me I'm crazy for calling Antonio Brown delusional. That's fine. I don't care. I am a little delusional, but he's more delusional than I am. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. All three of our ads, man of 3D. Follow us on Facebook too. I don't even use that shit, but follow us there. Man of 3D. Every Monday night, we'll be on this shit. Every Monday night, we'll be on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, streaming to y'all what's going on on the sports weekend, what's coming up in the week that was. Coach Cam, shout out to y'all for joining me for yet another edition of Man Up 3 Deep. And if you're crazy, you should join us again for the next one.